Showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Long Box Crusade. We are the proud recipient of the 2018 Relatively Geeky Network's Best Podcast I Guessed It On Award. How about Ooh. that, fellas? How about that? I feel That's- like I'm somebody. You hear me now, Mom? <laughs> hear me now, Dad? I'm somebody. They love me. They yes. really love us. We won a 2018 Podcasting Award from the Relatively Geeky Network. Thank you to Professor Allen and M. We do appreciate it. Yes, Thank we you. do. Thank, Thank you. you very, very much. And thanks for listening. And guesting. And guesting, yes. It was great to have you on. Indeed. Well, we are here in jolly old England in our recording studio set up at the actual 221B Baker Street site. And I'm your host, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist. Joining me as always is the Watson to my Sherlock, Mr. Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristados. How are we feeling today, Dr. Cristados? Well, you know, I'm a little frustrated right now, Jared. While we were here in, you know, jolly old England here, I went to the ye old curiosity shop to get mm-hmm. a book. Mm-hmm. And I told the book owner, the shop owner, I wanted a certain book. And when uh, he wrapped it up for me, I gave him the money. I was walking out, you know, because I had to get back because we're doing the, the recording. And so when I got here, I was like, oh, hey, I wanted to show you guys this cool book that I just found. Mm-hmm. And then when I opened it up, it's it's not the book I wanted. Mm. Do you want to know a little secret about that? Yeah. I was the shop owner. <laughs> what? <laughs> True story. Good. I'm glad it's you because I was afraid that there might be other people out for me that when I go to the, the brandy shop or go get to the pipe shop, they might be trying to not give me my stuff. Oh, well, you never know. I got to watch out for that now. Better. Also joining me today is the Mycroft to my Sherlock, my older, wiser brother, Jason the Weasel Skull Albrecht. And how are we today, Jason? He's a little quiet right now. I'm not muted. I vanished. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Jason. That was a good, good one. one. <laughs> good one. I've, been, I've been working on that one all week. <laughs> Just waiting for us to take the bait. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, well, speaking one. of vanished, you know who we don't have with us today? We are missing our friend Delvin Williams. We'll have a moment of old school dial-up noise in his honor at this time. Missing you. I ain't missing you. I ain't missing you at all. I'm just kidding. I'm missing you, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, Delvin is at a ceremony today for his jujitsu, or hoping that he gets a small promotion or recognition or something like that, because he works his tail off at it. So good luck yeah. today, Delvin. You're a winner in does. our book, Delvin. You're a winner. You know You're the best is? around. Yes. That's just what yes. I was saying. I think I got an audio clip for that. You're the best Oh, goodness. So it's just the three of us. It's old school. It's like the first couple episodes when it was yeah. just me, Pat, Jason. Just the three of us building castles in the sky. <laughs> That's in the right. sky. So <laughs> if you haven't turned off your podcast right by now, because <laughs> you only tune in for Delvin, we'll proceed with the show. And Pat, why don't you tell them about the show, just in case this is their first time in. I'll be glad to. 
Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review, sometimes index show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we will be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. We got some plans for down the road, but for the first stretch of Saturday Matinee Theater, we'll be covering all 39 episodes of the 1954 television series Sherlock Holmes, with some sprinkles of other fun tossed in from time to time. 1954 Sherlock Holmes was produced by Sheldon Reynolds. It starred Ron Howard as Sherlock Holmes and H. Marion Crawford as Dr. Watson. So take off your deer stalker cap, light your pipe, get cozy by the fireplace, and let the soothing violin music of Mr. Sherlock Holmes whisk you away into the past. But don't forget to return that book. I forget how much I need mm-hmm. that music. Exactly. It sounded like a little sadder. Was that because Delvin's not here? The, the, it is. It was a little, yeah. I'm a little sad. I, I think if Delvin were here and he'd heard that violin playing, he probably would have said, Oh, pitch you, dog. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Blinko to your sardine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Episode 19 was titled The Case of the Vanished Detective. The original air date was 21 February 1955. It was directed by Steve Previn, and it was written by Charles and Joseph Early. It guest starred Archie Duncan as Inspector Lestrade, Richard Lark credited as Kenneth Richards as Wilkins, Cecil Brock as John Carson, Judith Haviland as Helene, Colin Drake as Judge Westlake. As a reminder, all 39 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast because, well, number one, it's more fun that way. And number two, Jared is about to give a synopsis of this episode and we're going to discuss it. So there are probably some spoilers heading your way. So again, if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here, go check it out on YouTube, and then come back to join our discussion. And at only about 26 minutes an episode, it's not a big time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we'd love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following Holmes. Pat, lead us off. Hashtag I'm following Holmes. Jared. Hashtag I'm following Holmes. And Weasel Skull is also following Holmes. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for this episode's summary.
as the episode starts, we see a very concerned Watson storm into Scotland Yard to ask for Lestrade's help. It seems that Holmes has been missing now for several days. Watson and Lestrade combine their limited skills, and it's off to a small curiosity shop. Watson gets into it with the somewhat familiar old man who's running the shop, while Lestrade discovers Sherlock's bloodstained clothes hidden in the store. As Watson nearly comes to blows with the owner of the shop, the old man reveals his true identity, which is Holmes himself. He set up a sting operation to apprehend an escaped fugitive, and Watson Illustrated showed up just in time to ruin it. But luckily, Watson has some sweet stalking skills with the ladies, and provides them the clue they need to track her down to the dressmaking shop where she works. From there, they learn that the escaped convict, John Carson, is on a revenge mission. His target, the judge that gave him his life sentence in prison. Oh, and the judge is bat insane and loves puppetry. Here's Johnny. <laughs> That's the end of my summary. I don't have any questions except for what's the deal with the puppetry, but I'm sure we can get into that. When we get into oh, yes. I may have a thing to say about that. <laughs> thing or two to say as we proceed. We get into our highs and lows. And according to my roster, Pat, you get to drop the first high or low. What do you think, my friend? You know, this episode was a little different. I'm going to give a high right away. I didn't recognize Holmes as the shopkeeper. Really? <laughs> I did. We're going to give you a chance to save yourself and say we can delete that statement if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and you can choose a whole other high or low. No, you know what? I'm not. No, I'm, I'm actually going to. I was watching it late. Drunk I may have been a little drunk. foggy. But anyway, I was watching it and I, I just it didn't dawn on me. I'm like, well, something's odd about this guy, but I, I didn't think it was Holmes. I just didn't dawn on me that it could have been Holmes dressed like that until all the end. I'm like, oh, OK, well, now that makes sense. But they had me fooled. So it's a high for me. Fair enough. Jason? I think the high for me was Lestrade. I liked how at the beginning of the episode, he was hesitant to get involved. He's always had kind of this frenemy relationship with Sherlock Holmes, a little bit jealous, a little bit petty sometimes. But the moment that he found those bloodstained clothes in the shop, it was Inspector Lestrade all about business. The look on his face, he was like, something happened to my friend and I ain't leaving here until I get some answers. I was just going to say, I found that interesting that he actually went along. Usually he's the hesitant one to bring things to home or look for homes. I found that he went along with Watson and he kept asking Watson, well, what do you think we should do? What about that? I like how Watson just kept going, well, we got to do this and we got to do that. And Holmes would do it this way. <laughs> when they were deducting from the, it's got to be this one, this this letter I found. Yeah. And then Lestrade was like, this letter's dated two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It's, it's, the, yeah, it's the attention to details. Uh, Holmes, Holmes always successful that way, Watson says. And then Lestrade looks at it. Well, this is two years ago. And then Watson's like, oh, yeah, well, uh, uh, then he you know, moves on to something else. It was kind of interesting. Or when they go to the shop and he said, that's what they want you to think. But if you look at the details, what details? I don't know. Let's, just don't go know. The shop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's check in with our old friend uh, Delvin. What do you think? That's true. I hadn't thought of that. Good insights, Delvin. Back to Pat. I have another high. I like how we were talking just about that window scene of the yield curiosity shop. And that's a weird name, but I find that I'm curious about that name. Curious why they would call curiosity it. Curiosity shop. Yeah. Then it's done um, its job. Yes. <laughs> 
I like how Watson references the Red-Headed League when they go back into the shop to uh, take back the book. And he's like, you just stay busy looking around or whatever. Look around for things and I'll keep the shopkeeper busy while you look around. That's what we did in the Red-Headed League affair thing. And I like that callback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. Indeed it was. I like that callback too. Jason, high or low? This is probably a low if I ever have to go before a magistrate, I hope it's not Judge Westlake, because that dude is crazier than a crap house rat. I mean, the climax, and this is a big spoiler, but when John Carson is shot dead by Lestrade, he's I a good shot. He's creepy as F. Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he's the last couple episodes, he's been dropping thistles, man. He's yeah. smoking. He, it's like he didn't even have it aimed. If you notice, he just kind of whipped it up, up, you know, from his hip and then boom. He didn't even like do a straight arm, you know, aiming at all. He just boom. Yeah, there's a couple things that I found disturbing about that scene. John Carson went through a lot of trouble to manipulate things so he could kill Judge Westlake, yet he had no weapons. He just went in and it's like, I'm not. Just choke the life out of you. <laughs> Which I, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you would have, I don't want to brought something. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Because they said he was in jail for cleaving somebody to death. Right. Yeah. So obviously he knows his way around a blade, right? Yeah. Maybe they said leaving somebody to death. Oh, I yeah. left him somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's cleaving is a British term for uh, strangling. I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> But I thought it was really disturbing how afterwards, like, the judge is playing puppets on the dude's dead body. Like, the, <laughs> the dead body's, like, right there. And it's like, oh, yeah, thank you, Holmes. Holmes is like, let's back away slowly. <laughs> so don't make eye contact, anyone. We're out of here. I just thought the end was really weird, and those puppets were creepy. Yeah, yeah. the dead body in your living room, you're like, let me play with this puppet, you know? Well, I don't even know why they needed that puppet. You know, I think that was just trying to span that out or whatever. They're filling, you know. Sometimes I guess you got to eat the filler yeah, here, but puppet filler. Mm. Yeah, Ooh. I'm like, do you really need the scene in here? And uh, I don't know. Man. Uh, that was... <laughs> yeah, these are our children. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, that's a wackadoo there. I don't. You silly heads, man. They are silly. Yeah, the, the judge and his wife. Like he found a woman that bought into that craziness. So I mean, gotta respect that. Jason, you got any final wrap-up thoughts? Just overall, I thought it was a good episode. It was interesting. I liked the little twist there where Watson and Lestrade had to try to fill the shoes of Sherlock Holmes and just realizing <laughs> how difficult it yeah. really is. I did like the, the scenes of loyalty and friendship between Watson and Lestrade, and I thought it was just ridiculous that Watson again got fooled by Holmes in that lame disguise. Like when he was that uh, dressed as that sailor what? in that one episode. I was like, come on. I will say this. This disguise was better. So Yeah, I had more me fooled. Sleepy drunk Pat, then, you know. I guess. If Watson was sleepy drunk, then maybe. But. <laughs> he's got this middle <laughs> like, Pat laid on his couch. And he's watching. Yeah. And he's got a brandy in one hand. He's like, half eyes closed. He's yelling at his wife, somebody do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Try to pay attention to this old man at the curiosity shop. The proper department of young ladies in polite society. <laughs> as they do that dishes. How close are we to the truth, Pat? <laughs> nah, but I'm <laughs> halfway. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't when you're watching this? Why aren't you having a brandy wine and smoking a pipe while you're watching this? I thought just just that's what we do now. I noticed that they never explained why uh, <laughs> Holmes's violin case was left open. I don't think uh-huh. Holmes left that open. I think that apartment was raided by Pat Sampson. Pat Sampson <laughs> got in there. That's what I thought. 
That was funny. I had that thought, too. He's like, would Holmes leave his violin case open like this? I was like, Samson. Yeah, I found that kind of strange that, all, you know, he just upped and left for like a few days. And what do you say? He was just helping the guy with the book work? You're going to up and leave just to do book work for somebody? That's Holmes, though. They soften him on this show, but the character of Holmes has never concerned himself with the common, I don't know, decency of normal, like, civilized behavior. He is the kind of guy that would just go and not tell right. Watson. He's like, he'd be gone for days. And like, what? Holmes' character is so interesting because he he can't even understand why Watson would be worried. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, obviously I was off doing something. Yeah. How can you not get that? It's it's interesting. But it, so it takes Watson three days to figure it out that something's wrong with <laughs> like Watson. What are you doing? Are you off at the bars or are you, you know? Well, yes, obviously. <laughs> Another thing is, too, it's like, okay, so that disguise fooled. Watson, but Lestrade, he's like the top cop in London. How is this fooling him? I don't, I don't, uh, I just was frustrated. All right. Any other burning thoughts? Uh, just a few other things on my notes here. Watson was really good in this episode. I think just his concern and his just oddly know it all things when Holmes is not there, he thinks he knows it all as well. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that he is also just always continues to be a ladies' man. Oh, yes. It's a little creepy in this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I spilled her purse. I took a look at that uh, dress there. He was planning <laughs> on going by that dress shop, regardless of whether it was a plot point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think you guys, no one mentioned Wilkins is in this. Wilkins! Wilkins! Delvin, what do you think about that? That is true. That is true. Yeah, Delvin's right. Yep, yep. Always right on the Wilkins stuff. Couldn't have said it better, Delvin. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I got. All right, then let's roll into fun facts. Not a lot going on this one, but we do have a couple of repeat performers. The actor Cecil Brock, who played the evil John Carson, has gone from good to bad. In the case of the belligerent ghost, where Watson got punched in the face by a ghost, if you remember that, uh, he played the Bobby in that episode. So he was a good guy, and now he's a villain. And this is Colin Drake's fourth appearance on the show. He played Crazy Judge Westlake. But keep an eye out for him because he's going to be on two more episodes. So Colin Drake comes into a lot of these. And See, he didn't fill me. I knew it was him. Oh, you recognized him? <laughs> yeah, I recognized him. I'm like, oh, I know that guy from. Yeah, he's been, he was in the Redhead the League too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. He was the other guy that did the interview. Yep. Yeah, he was like the guy. <laughs> like he was laughing heartily when they went to commercial break. And he's done a lot of stuff. If you remember for some other fun facts that he's been in a ton of television shows. He worked all the way up into the 80s. I like him. I think he does a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. I think it was just Showing his mustache his and his... skills, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I did get that feeling. I know I'm going back to highs and lows, but I get that feeling that, like, somebody was like, hey, on staff, maybe it was Colin Drake or whoever. I'm really good at puppetry. They're like, we could put that in an episode. <laughs> and nobody was around to go, I'm, I'm good at, I'm good at train. <laughs> you know, I'm a good character actor. I can make voices and all that. Eh, eh, pitchy dog. <laughs> I was more concerned with his willingness to do puppetry adjacent to a dead body than I was with uh, Mr. Carson's need for revenge in this one. Both y'all need to be locked up in some way. Yeah. <laughs> and both thinks, y'all need help. And he thinks, oh, Holmes, let me give you a thank you and I'm going to teach you puppetry. And Holmes like, <laughs> uh, what the hell? <laughs> what good is that going to do me? I don't know. Well, you never know with Holmes. Never know. <laughs> Well, guys, let's get our pipes out and rate this episode. All right. I know you're excited, Pat. Delvin's not here to keep an eye on him, but hey, hey, I've got these all prepped, and Jason's five is under that towel, and here's my five under my towel. Uh, Pat, Pat, if you'll pull your towel off it. Why do you have oh, okay. ten? How did you oh. get ten? 
Where are my pipes? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well, uh, you know, the, the best laid plans of mice and men. <laughs> Just give, Why? Jake, give Jason his five pack. Why are your hands shaking? Good <laughs> Lord, man. Hey, I need to. Let me just borrow those for a little bit. I need my gotta, five pipes. Give me I got to go down pipes. to the pipe shop tonight. After we're done here, I'm going to make another run to the pipe shop to get stuff for the trip back. All right. Oh, Who God. drank all the GD milk? <laughs> oh, God. Is- this is falling apart fast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. I see you're doing your little podcast thing there, skull. Mini probe. Good to see you. That probe. Doritos. Good to see you. <laughs> What is wrong with Doritos? <laughs> My gosh, man. What? You look like a pasty ghost with two black eyes. What's right? What do you mean? Why are you shaking? Hey, can you go in my violin case? No, no. I'm putting a stop to this. Give me the case. Sean, you guys. Sean, go back to your room. I'm out of here. You guys are just crazy. That boy needs help. Pat, you've hit rock bottom fairly. I don't, I don't, I'm fine. Yeah. fine. I think I'm fine. Yeah, when Sean says you got problems, you got problems. All right, so, uh, so Pat went to the doctor, and he told the doctor, he's like, my hands have just got this serious tremble. I can't stop trembling. And the doctor says, are you drinking a lot? And Pat says, well, because of the hands, I spill most of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so true. So true. <laughs> uh, old jokes are the best jokes. Let's rate this thing on a scale of one to five pipes. Five means you loved it. Four means it was very good. Three means it was good. Two, it was just okay. And one, I did not like it. We'll start with Jason. I'm going to give it a four. I think that it was a very good episode. I like to try something new. I like the chemistry between Lestrade and Watson. Not everything in the episode worked, but I'll give them a four for a good effort. All right, Pat. You know, I can't give it a four. I That puppet scene was just... I knew that puppetry was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, for you. It just didn't do it for I don't. You didn't need to do it. So I'm going to give it a three. It was good. Like I said, again, it had me fooled in the beginning. But yeah, that puppet, just, that didn't need to be there. I understand. And you know what? I agree with you. I'm going to give this one three pipes as well. I thought it was good. I mean, that's the definition of three. It was good, but puppetry boat anchored me as well. Like, it would just been a little bit of puppetry. I would have been like, yeah. okay, that's cute and clever. But like you said, I think they use a little bit too much for filler. But threes and fours, still a good episode. Not the highlight of the series, but not a bad one either. Solid. It was solid. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Good. good filler. Good filler. Gets us through the next one. Sometimes, sometimes you got to eat the filler, you know? Sometimes you do. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. Sometimes you got to play with the puppets. <laughs> Well, let me go and grab our mail bag. It's right over here in the corner. I'm just going to go get that. Pat, get away from the violin case. <laughs> what? I got to put my violin away. Okay. Keep an eye on it. I'm just going to put it away right here and, you know, just tidy up a little bit Don't around. Don't tidy what up. We had. Put it away. Well, I'm just, while you're busy, I'm. <laughs> All right, back. I've got the mail bag. You can't take your eyes off that boy. All right. We are thrilled to kick off these comments with special shout outs to our Crusaders Club members. That's what I say. What do you have to say, Delvin? Did you hear the enthusiasm? Uh, These are the fine folks that are now entered into our quarterly drawings to win free swag that may include, but is not limited to, comic art, prints, 
comics, sometimes autographed by the creators, trading cards, action figures, appearances on long box shows, lunchboxes, DVDs, CDs, and the list just goes on and on. They also enjoy discounts from my online store, which is theyardsaleartist.bigcartel.com. Got that plug in there. And early access to special long box episodes. That's all done over at Patreon. But these are the fine folks who are reaping the benefits and giving some much appreciated support to the show. Blast it or stash it. Bob Buster Buster. Dave Collins. That was just a crazy old man. Gene Hendricks. Ivan the Collector. Ivor Evans. Maxwell Traver. Can't remember his name. Mr. Lobotomy. <laughs> Ron Went. Ross Michaud. Steve Cronin. And Tim. Man. Tim Price. If we missed anyone on our list, we apologize. Please keep in mind that we record these episodes well in advance of release, so if you're a recent addition, we should be adding you soon. But still, no worries. Just let us know that we missed you by sending an email to contact at longboxcrusade.com, and we will get it straightened out. So you might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member? Well, it's simple. Just head over to patreon.com and search Longbox Crusade for as little as $1 a month, You'll get access to the amazing world of the Crusaders Club. Come check it out. And if you don't have any extra scratch lying around, but you still want to help us out here at LBC headquarters, please take a moment to write a review on iTunes for this podcast. Even if you want to just keep it short with star ratings, it helps raise the profile of the show and we will share your review on the next show. Now, listen up, everyone. I know this is sort of the part of the show where we go through the numbers. We go through the motions. You might have tuned out a little bit. Tune back in. Okay, you're still with us. We're doing a giveaway for listeners only. So if you've made it this far and you're one of our loyal listeners, you're doing hashtag I'm following homes. I want you to go and reply to the post on Twitter, to the tweet, if you will. Tweet on Twitter as a reply to this episode's post with your usual hashtag I'm following homes. You can put your thoughts in there, but don't forget to add hashtag sell me the book. Just like Watson this episode, he wanted that book bad. Hashtag sell me the book will get you into the secret raffle for listeners only. And you could possibly win this brand new copy of The Further Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, The Ripper Legacy. This is donated by the Weasel Skull himself. we got a cool Sherlock Holmes book here. We're going to give it away. So once again, reply to the tweet on Twitter for this episode. Use hashtag I'm following Holmes as always, but use that additional hashtag sell me the book and you will automatically be entered. If you're a Crusaders Club member, well, as always, you get a leg up. If you do that, you get double entries. If you're not, that's okay. We still love you and you still get an entry into the raffle for the free book. So once again, hashtag sell me the book. With that, let's get back into our shares, likes, and retweets. This is going to be for the episode that we did, which was episode 19, which covered the case of the Thistle Killer, dropping those thistles. So this is the feedback for that episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. Starting us off is Aaron Head Moss. I left my wallet with Al Sedano. I wanted to keep this one short, but it's Amanda Long. Austin Kuykendall. Bhaskar Bhattacharya? Sure. If I mess that up, I'm sorry. You got closer than any of the rest of us are going to get. <laughs> Sometimes it just rolls off the tongue. And speaking of rolling, I got Chris at BTO and Batbooks. Let it roll! Let it roll! Down the highway! Roll, 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 roll! Got a show. Christopher P. Guidus. Clinton Robinson. Cuckoo Kachoo. And his blog, Coffee and Comics Blog. David Powell. Gene Gene, the podcasting machine, Hendrix. Green Lantern HG. 
And his alter ego, Hal Jordan. And he's just down the road from us as we sit here in 221B. It's Ivan Chudley. Jesse Winkler. Jose Mazarieta? Again, if I butchered it, I apologize. Kathleen Roche. She was a Kathleen Roche. He definitely shot first. It's Ken Solo. Then we have Kevin Dale Duncan. Got Marie Angelique Samoda Almasa. Michael and Edwards. We're proud of this next one, Mike Peacock. Professor Frenzy, it's a it's show. It's a show. <laughs> Speaking of shows, we got Rad Adventures. Pop a top and lift a cold one to Rick Heineken. Speaking of cold ones, he's up there in the cold northeast. It's Ross Show. Ruth Sutherland. Thank you, Ruth. And I'm Darren. <laughs> I'm Darren. That's and pretty Darren. good, Jared. Thank you. I've been working on it. You should see my beard. <laughs> that beard's on point. I don't think you could grow a beard as fine as the Darren Sutherland. <laughs> nope. Steph Kukla. Thanks for listening, Steph. Stephen Belsito. Thomas Joseph Hesselbach. Tim Price. Timmy. Come on down. All right, here we go. Ain't no party like a unpacking the power of the power pack party because the power pack party don't stop. <laughs> Still makes me laugh. This guy has trouble with complete sentences, but he can just wrap that <laughs> off the top of his head. It just amazes me. I'm, I'm a rapper by heart. <laughs> Oh crap! Uh, it's my you, turn. You, you can just call me. You can just call me a uh, snowflake. <laughs> All right, snowflake. All right, I'm just gonna go. Is Valjean McLaughlin? And then we've got Walt J B Mitty, and I like to think that J B stands for James Bond. I think he's got a secret life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now let's go and check out our comments for this week. We got a couple. I will wait a minute. Them. Wait a minute. I need to go back. You did get my joke, right? Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yeah, we're going to do the comments for this week. And <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I feel like that joke is not getting the respect it deserves. Well, you know what? We'll talk about it in council. <laughs> hey, we can go talk it over in, at the pipe shop. And, uh, physician for you, Pat. Physician. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Let me go into the mailbag. I got a comment here. Pat, you can go ahead and read this one. It's from Ain't No Party Like a Power Pack Party because I'm packing the power of the party pack. Power don't stop. <laughs> and. Oh, that's never going to get old uh, for me. Like it will. And they say, woohoo. Finally, I'm proudly to say, hashtag I'm following home. Oh, welcome aboard. I believe yeah, that's yep. Rick, right? Rick, that's yep. Rick Heineken. Yep. Welcome aboard, Rick. To the madness. Let me get another comment out for Jason. I'm kind of disappointed in Rick, though, because he should have said, hashtag, pass the pipe to Pat. <laughs> oh, Jason, just read your comments. All right, Jared. I've got one here from Jose Mazarieta. Mazarieta, I think that's how you pronounce it. Please correct me if I'm butchering this, because that's strike two for me. And he says, I've never heard of this title. Thanks. And thanks for listening. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad we could introduce somebody to this really good Overlook show, which is kind of the whole point of Saturday Matinee Theater. <laughs> yep. Let's reach down and bring some of these up. These are good shows. They are good shows. Get one more out here for Delvin. Go ahead and read that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Good observation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. And good reading voice for Delvin. He's on point today. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, check out the Longbox Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? Well, Jason, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers. Otherwise, you can go to www.longboxcrusade.com. We're on Twitter at Longbox Crusade, Facebook at Longbox Crusade, and Instagram at Longbox Crusade. We're also on the YouTube. Check us out at Longbox Crusade there. Back to you. 
If you want to hear us on our trek through all of the James Bond films, check out On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? Well, they can find that move over, lad. I got the spot. No, oh, I'm back, not- fellas. <laughs> ah, we locked the door. Nope. <laughs> didn't. Now, if you want to hear these boys talk about James Bond films, check out on a Majesty's Secret podcast, right? That's at uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, most podcatchers. You can check it out www.secretpodcast.podbean.com or Twitter at OHMSPod. And back to you, Pat, you look like that girl who's at the bottom of the hole in Silence of the Lambs, except I don't want to bang you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, John. All right. Thanks, John. Leaving Thank it with you that. that. Okay, thanks, That's buddy. Right. <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Pet Kick Us Off. You can find me on the Twitter at Christatos01. Delvin, where can they find you? And you can find me at Yard Sale Artist on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Jason, bring it home. You can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or Jason Albrick on Facebook or Instagram. And if you want to interact with us with live chat and be entered to win some free stuff on our live raffles, join us for our next episode of Doing It Live Stream over on YouTube. We do them on the second Sunday of every month, and we always start at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. You can get signed up for that by looking up Longbox Crusade on YouTube. Please subscribe to our channel and click the bell so you'll get reminder notifications for when we go live. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theme. Theater. Now get your ray gun charged and get ready to throw hands. Because our next episode will continue our journey through the 1936 Flash Gordon serial Space Soldiers. We'll see you next episode for episode two, The Tunnel of Terror. The meetup location, Planet Mongo. Smokey's allowed on that. No! (laughs) All right, I'll just bring my drinks. Just remember, for God's sakes, strap yourself down! (laughs) Is Connery coming with us to the planet, Mongo? Oh, you tried to keep me away. That Flash Gordon is a pansy next to Zartos. (laughs) 